Welcome. This is Sylvie Daou from Secrets from the Saddle, and I have something really exciting to tell you. So this interview was my first interview when I first started the Secrets from the Saddle podcast back two years ago with Gord Patterson. So the exciting thing is you're going to hear information that happened two years ago, but keep your ears to the podcast because we will be bringing him back for an update as to what he's been doing and what kind of tour he's going to be implementing while back in the UK. So stay tuned. Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Dow, your fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spinning studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I am so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything you need to know and ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you're going to enjoy this episode. Hey everyone. So I'm here in Novotel Hotel in Ottawa with Gordon Patterson. And we're going to talk a little bit. We're actually, we're going to talk a whole lot about what he's doing here in Ottawa and his mission to raise money for the Hardstroke Foundation here in Canada and in Scotland. And in Scotland. Just to give you a little outline of what this is all about. So my name is Sylvie Daou. This is my uh, business page. And uh, we're going to, and what I've started doing is little interviews because I've been in cycling for so long, well, so long, like 20 years. Um, and I just started this, you know, st- thought it would be great to get in and you know, bring some of the industry to you guys, you know, learn more about the racers, learn more about, um, athletes, the industry, uh, you know, important people out there. You're lucky for you guys. I know some of them. And, uh, so my background is I'm a level three national cycling coach. I'm a personal trainer. I've have a woman's cycling club. It's 10 years this year. Um, so I've coached over 700 ladies and it just gives me so much pleasure to bring back, uh, the skill of cycling to, uh, the sport and to women and to guys. I like guys too. Uh, but we've got some, (laughs) I gotta throw that in there. Um, but we have somebody so incredibly special here today and I was lucky enough to get to meet him this afternoon and book this interview before he takes off and and uh, continues across Canada. So allow me to introduce Gordon Patterson. He's going to tell you about, um, you know, uh, have some questions here, but he's going to tell us about what he is, like, what is driving him to bike across Canada. And he's going to tell you his story, and then I got some great questions for him. So let's get started. So here's Gordon. I'm not going to, I can't do it justice uh, doing the interview and uh, introducing you, but uh, you're going to have to tell our audience um, a little bit about your background because I thought he was from Scotland, but actually he's not. No. No. He doesn't have the true (laughs) Scottish uh, accent, which kind of threw me off, but now I know why, but he's going to tell you. Okay. I'm from, originally from uh, just outside of Vancouver, BC. I grew up in a small town called Port Coquitlam. Um, I've been there, actually. Have you? Yes. Ah. And um, I graduated from uh, high school there in 1976, uh, along with uh, Terry Fox. And, what? Uh, yes. Really? Yeah, I did. You guys went to school together? Yeah, we did. He played basketball. I played ice hockey. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how you guys are kind of on a similar mission. Well, not quite. I well, think no, it's a little more dramatic than mine. Yes, yes. And, um, uh, so, but anyways, I'm originally from Porto Pelham. Um I was born in, a, in the interior of BC called the Okanagan Valley. And um, I left, uh, 
uh, Vancouver in 1983 uh, to travel around Europe. And luckily enough, I was able to do that for about five years. <laughs> Most people go to Europe and never come back. And that's, and that's happened, what happened. happened. So I've uh, settled in Scotland and I live just uh, outside of Edinburgh. And I've been there for 27 years. Wow. Okay. So now let's get into the big thing. Like, why have you decided that you're going to take some time off and, and do this? Right. Okay. So um, in 2015, mm -hmm. uh, my mother suffered a stroke and uh, never recovered from it. Uh, so, <clears throat> anyways, uh, she showed this, the classic signs of a stroke. And um, my father never picked up or read the signs. Uh, so, as usual, goes for a walk, and he comes back, and my mother is lying on the bathroom floor. So, um, she passed away within five days of that happening, which allowed, to get, which allowed me to get time to get out and see her. And then in 2016, my father suffered a hemorrhagic stroke, which is a bleed in the brain. Bleed in the brain, yeah. And um, he recovered from it. Due uh, because of the uh, the um, the work that the Heart Stroke uh, Canada Foundation did for him in rehabilitation and uh, learning to walk again, speak properly again. And uh, just total community support. And yeah. if it wasn't for that, his recovery might not have taken place or it would have taken a lot longer. Yeah. And uh, so, and then I had also another friend who took a stroke and um, the same process again, the, the rehabilitation, whatnot. Again, that was through the Canadian uh, Heart Stroke Foundation. So I decided that I wanted to support this organization in some way, raising money and also awareness of the acronym of FAST, which is Face, Arm, Speech, Time. And okay, say that again. Face, Arm, arm speech, speech, and Time. I don't think time I knew is all of the, that. Time is of the, the essence because it's the getting the emergency services as quick as possible for the recovery of the victim. Right. So um, that's what uh, motivated, me, motivated, uh, motivated me to get started on this, and that was two years ago. Um, and it's taken that long to get to where I am right now here in Ottawa. Yeah, so two years ago, Gord connected. I connected with Scotland. the, yeah, the Heart Stroke yeah. Foundation Canada, Canada and together. the Chest Heart Stroke Scotland together. Yeah. Uh, communicated to both organizations of what I was trying to do and uh, connecting with the right people to get their support and help me to raise funds for what I was wanting to do. And the funds I really wanted to go into research and community support mm -hmm. for people that are suffering from heart disease and stroke right. in their in their uh, rehabilitation and improvements of health. Yeah. Are you um, are you doing any kind of talks about awareness along your way? I am. You are. Did you? I speak to people all the time about it. Yes. And I also. Are like in schools? My, are you doing no, stuff like that? I haven't been asked to do that yet. Besides, yeah. schools are out right now. That's true. Yeah. But you'll be rolling through in September. Right? I'll be rolling through at the beginning of September. So. Yeah. So when is your, when are you, what's your timeline? And because I believe you're probably a quarter, a third of the way through. In total journey time, I'm the third of the way through. So yeah. I started off on um, May the 30th from the southernmost part of England to the most northern part of Scotland's uh, mainland, which is uh, What, Johnny you've done Gross. Scotland already? I've done England you start and Scotland. So I did Land's oh. End. On May 30th, I did Land's End to Johnny Groats, which they call Le Jog. Land's Le End jog. to Johnny Groats. And Why is uh, it that Le was jog? Le Jog? Yeah. L E for Land's End. Oh, okay. And Johnny Groats, Joe Jog. Okay, I so, got it. 
Anyway, so I did that <laughs> on May 30th. I started it, finished it off, uh, and 14 days later, I had four days to get all my bike and gear together and uh, flew over to Halifax on the 18th of June Whoa. and then cycled from the 20th of June to Ottawa. Made it here for Canada Day. Yes, I did. Missed. <laughs> Missed the, the fireworks. fireworks. <laughs> How do you do that? Did you, did you at least make it up to Parliament? No, did you go to Major Hills Park? Well, I saw, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I didn't get to the Parliament to watch the fireworks. No, unfortunately not. I think but he was, um, I think you were in your visiting. Yeah, I was, so, I was visiting, but I was also uh, had uh, at the uh, Fairmont Chateau in, uh, what's the name of the, Montebello. Oh, Yes. So I had a night I would there. rather be there too, actually. Well, I don't know. Than on Canada Day. No, it was good. It was good. Really yeah. good. Yeah. Cool. It was nice. So, so when are you supposed? When when did you say you're scheduled to finish in BC? I'm scheduled to finish in Jericho Beach, just on the edge of the University of British Columbia campus, ah. on September the first. Oh, boy. That's not very far. No, it's not. So that leads us into the other, this is a, like cycling questions here. How many kilometers are you doing a day? I've got to do, um, I've got to average out about 130 kilometers a day. And how is long, how long is that taking you? Uh, some days, six to seven hours and others from 10 to 12 oh my God. hours. Depends on the headwind. Yes. And to think about this, uh, for all of us cyclists out there, we're like, ah, 130K, six hours, five, depending on how fast we travel. But remember, how much weight are you carrying on your 65 bike? 65 kilos. That's me. <laughs> He's dragging me behind him every day. I suppose that would slow me down too. Plus my weight on top of that. Plus his weight. He's got a really cool bike. Well, I'll be posting some photos. So please, like, if you guys have any questions, um, this this um, video is going to go up on Gordon's site and on his Facebook page. So if you have any, like, really interesting or, like, any questions or concerns, like, you know, um, about this trip and um, or just want to give him some really thoughts and really encouraging um you know, notes, please put it in the comments below. He'll see them. I believe he'll, oh, you might not see them, but you can share this on your he Facebook shared. page. Yeah. So he'll see them. I'll see them. And, uh, this will eventually end up on YouTube and on his, um, on his page. So if anybody jumps on, you can always ask some, some, uh, questions from Gordon. So let's get into now. How did you, how, when did you start preparing yourself to cycle? Like, were you, okay, first, were you a natural cyclist? I used to cycle all the time when I was oh, a kid. Okay, yeah, okay that's to... when you were a kid. Yeah. What about later on in life? Yeah. Like, before um, you decided to do this? Yeah, I, I've uh, cycled, well, I did, uh, like I say, I cycled from uh, Edinburgh to Glasgow and then um, from Calgary to Vancouver in 2015. Okay, so he's... he's I've done uh, that. Um, and I've just cycled um, all around... Uh, Parts of areas where I live, which is in East Lothian, which is a renowned cycling area for cyclists because the roads are so quiet. I might have to go visit him. Very good. <laughs> I've never been to Europe. I've been to France. Yeah. But I've never cycled in uh, the continent of Europe uh, yet. Uh, but hopefully I will. Okay, well, that's... Yeah. I will. All right. So, so you prepared yourself pretty well, or did you, like... Because, um, you know, those first, that first week when you have to cycle, like, consistently, yeah. like, how did you feel? Like, really? I felt good. I felt good. I felt good. Um, did I, you really feel good? Yeah. I, like, your I, legs didn't hurt at all? No. The, my legs weren't hurting at all. I had, um, I, I did some uh, training through the winter. Okay. Um, prior to going out on this trip, I did some long cycle weekends oh, okay um and um i also um did uh a couple of 
long night rides. So I'd oh. go out at 10 o'clock in the evening, 9 mm-hmm. o'clock in the evening, and then come back at 1, 2 in the morning. Wow. And that was just to get used to the cycling at night with all the light with all the lights on and flashing lights. And oh, to, and also to kind of test your gear. Test my gear out. How I, yeah. How it all we all know how important uh, lights are these days. Yeah. And especially when you're cycling along. Because Gordon is doing this unsupported. Yes. He does not have a caravan riding behind him. So he's got everything on his bike, and when he stops, he has to feed himself and and all that fun stuff. Yeah, and yeah. fix and fix my body and if fix I can. stuff. Uh, well, what's the biggest uh, breakdown you've had so Spokes. far? Spokes. Oh, did you take like Not a clinic? Here, but in the in the UK. Yeah, did you yeah. take a clinic on how to fix those on the fly? No, I knew how to fix them. You do? Yeah. Well, how do you know how to fix them? Um, because I was, I was just, I, I learned how to fix them. I was showing how to fix them. Okay, well there. Yeah, I didn't go to a clinic. I didn't go to a bike course or anything like that. No. I just, I, I just learned, learned okay. how to do it. Um, and I can also rebuild a wheel. Oh. Complete. These are probably very important things that I would not think of. Yeah. And I was showing that as well. Yeah, you have to. So do you how many how many um, like do you have all those spare parts with you? I've got spare spokes. I have yeah, spare cables. Right. I've got um, uh, spare disc brakes, spare chain links for my chain. Oh yes, for sure. Yeah, I know how. To spare tubes. I know spare tires. Yeah. Yeah. So do you get your your bike serviced along the way? I try to get it serviced because it's, you always got to constantly tweak it because it's always being stretched at its limit. So yes. cable stretch, chain stretches. Did so you get your service here? Uh, no, I haven't got a service here. I'm getting a service in um, Belleville. Is it Belleville? Belleville. Okay, uh, that's Belleville. not too far. Yes. If you had known me earlier, I would have set you up with... There Just you about go. any mechanic in town. Really? Actually. Yes. That's I know, a shame. I know a lot of people there. But I didn't, uh, I, I just did not have time to go and yeah, yeah. get a service. Um, too many things happening. Yeah, so. I bet. So, all right. Now, here's a question. Now, what at what moment in time did you decide that this was something you were going to do? Like what, what drove you? Like, what was that burning? Like why you had to get out and do this? That burning was from my mother yeah. and my father yeah, and my friends. And yeah. how long ago did that happen? 2015. 2000. Oh, so that's it's only three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. Yeah. So when was that, that, that time where you said like, I want to do something, and then it's like, mm, what? What am I going to do? And how did? And how did you link like Scotland and Canada? Where did that? Well, the link came in because that's where um, uh, that's that's where I live, but also Canada because that's where my rest of my family. Okay, everybody's stay, still. My brother and my sisters and my father and my. They're cousins still in BC. Friends. Yeah, they're still all in BC. Okay. And I, and also because it's, uh, I'm drawn to Canada. I'll never, it's, it's, it's who isn't drawn to second Canada? Place. There you go. Yeah. You have to come over here and visit. So, so I come over here at least once a year. Yeah. And so of course taking time off requires you to take time away from work. How does that, like, what do you do? I know what he does, but. What do you do that allows you to take this time, kind of time off? Well, I've got um, my clients are very kindly um, allowed me to uh, do this journey, and they shall wait for me until I get back, and then it's uh, very nice continue, continue with the work that I've dropped. Oh. Um, and, um, also the, the support of my, um, my family, 
Yeah, because I bet they're waiting yeah. for you to yeah. see you. And we've got my kids, and i got my wife waiting, and, uh, and if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have been able to do this. Well, yes, that's a, that's the other thing. Like, it's yeah. all the support, right? Yeah. And are you going to spend, like, more time there? I've, I've like, got two and a half months away from them. Okay. So how much, then, you, how much time are you going to spend there? Um, where? Like, once you hit BC. Uh, I've got four days there. Okay, and then everybody. And then I go back to the UK. Okay. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. I would take an extra month. You need recovery time. <laughs> right? A couple massages, maybe? My recovery time. Yeah, well, I've had two days off. Yeah. Already. I don't know. Are you looking forward to getting back on the bike now? That you've I'm been actually kind of looking away? forward to getting back on the bike. I know that I need to get started and, and to continue yeah, this journey. Yeah, I can get anxious. Yeah, you know, you just, it's its time now to get back on. Yeah. Did you take like a couple little rides around uh, the city while no, you're... No, I haven't. I've you just haven't unpacked just, I just stored the bike and yeah. just put it away. Let it, ha- let it rest as well. I'm going to take him for a tour in the market after. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's so, good. So here, I have some questions. So, like, okay. ask far away. Okay. So, uh, what kind of music do you listen, or what do you listen to when, like, for eight hours? What do you listen to? Um, I don't really listen to music um, all the time. It depends on the road. Um, mm-hmm. So, if it's a really quiet road, I will listen to all kinds of music. Okay. Um, How big's your uh, library? My library? Like, yeah. It's probably about a thousand songs on Oh, cool. Just but it's, it's uh, I listen to anything from uh, Coldplay to uh, Heart to, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, to the Beatles Hart. and, the Beatles. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, Tom Petty. And, oh, uh, this sounds good. Yes. Yeah. And uh, all these, you know, Fit of so the Stones you- and Led Zeppelin. And, oh, yeah. You know, so do you have any uh, TED Talks on there? Hmm? Do you have any TED Talks or like podcasts? No podcasts, just no. music. No, my head is going. <laughs> <laughs> I would be listening Keeping to podcasts. I don't have podcasts. Well, um, do you uh, the music, the music just it, it drives me. Mm-hmm. It just keeps me pedaling. Yeah, and, um, you know, and I sing to it. <laughs> When and, you're alone, uh, you can yeah, do that. No one hears it. No one hears it. I don't hear myself, but I'm sure that you know if I'm passing people on the street, they might hear me. But yes. that's, it's probably that's out okay. of tune, like, but that doesn't hey. matter. Yeah, I'm just having fun. But uh, yeah, I only listen to the music on quiet roads. Yes. Otherwise, I got to keep my ears open. What's around me? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful. So, do like you in France, Canada? Uh-huh. Yeah. No music. You're not on the Trans Canada. I did the Trans Canada from Halif- uh, parts of Halifax to Quebec. Like the main highway? Yeah. Are you allowed on there? I the am cyclist? until I come into Quebec, which I found out because I got pulled over. <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> well, Quebec, you know, I hope you had all your reflectors on. Did you Did you hear the new, uh, the new laws? Like you literally have to have reflectors up and down your frame. Yep. And- can't have your headphones on listening to music. Oh, I didn't hear that, that one, but that doesn't surprise me day. though. And you can't go uh, sing side by side. No, it's all single file now. Yeah, well, in Quebec it is, Ontario not. Yeah. So, so let's see. Okay, so I was going to ask about your legs, but you said that your legs are my fine. legs are good. Yeah, they're they very good. I've never had no a problem pain. with them. I know I would be in pain probably for after the first week, and then I'd be then I'd be fine. You didn't experience any of that. No, I experienced tightness. But tightness. Oh yes. But that's what do you? What's your little regime before getting on the bike and after? I stretch. I he stretch on the bike. I, I, do a bit, I do some yoga stretches before I get on. Mm-hmm. And um, I do stretching while I'm riding. You know, oh, sit like, up and then stand up. Yeah, the pedals stretch the heels down. Yeah, stretch the back out. Like that. And then uh, when I get off, I, I stretch as well. Um, yeah. And um, 
the other day there, I was able to have um, an ice bath. <gasps> I was going to say, see, this, that is the key thing to, you know, bring down all the swelling is having that cold bath. Do you have that quite often? No, I had it for the first time in um, oh, um, at the hotel. Uh, well, which way would it show and is it now? Um, <laughs> On his way. Just on the other side of the river. Um, oh, the Marbella? Oh, Marbella. Montebello. Oh, really? Yep, I had a nice bath. So they filled up the bath with ice ready for me for coming in. Wow, see, yeah. Quebecers know how to take care yeah, of the cyclists. So, um, I got in and that was cold. <laughs> that is cold. It takes a while to get used to it. Yes, but you feel amazing yeah. afterwards, and that's probably yeah. A, yeah. a good way to, that's definitely a good way to reduce the swelling when you've yeah. had a long, hard day of cycling. Oh, have you experienced any saddle sores? Saddle sores? Um, no. Have to ask. No, no uh, chaffing, no chaffing at all, so. Good chamois butter? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yes, what do you recommend? I use cream, chamois cream, chamois. Chamois, oh, okay, chamois cream. Yeah. Yeah, gotta yeah. have that, it's especially good. if you're like on the bike for like long periods of time. Yeah. All right, what else did I have here? Music, legs, no pain. Oh, so since you're, um, so like when I kind of ride, I don't listen to music when I ride. I do a lot of thinking. Do you do a lot of um, thinking? Thinking. Yes. What do you think about? This is always the question. What do you think about yeah, on the? I think about. Um, I think about various things. Um, you know, I think about. <laughs> this is a very open-ended question. I think about the family. I think about um, the situation that we are in with Trump, which really annoys me. Um, wow, you're so far away from us. So. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. It okay, still affects. We can't get this political. It affects everybody else. I know it affects everybody. Um, you just have to take care of yourself. That's what I say. Well, you yeah, but sure. you, you also have to think about other people. Well, I know that, but like, just making sure that, you know, your family's close and... Yeah, and, yeah. and, 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 uh, and so, I, you know, I think about that. I think about the times when I was, you know, I used to go riding with my fishing rod strapped to my bike oh frame, my, yeah. my backpack on my back with my worms and my lunch and <laughs> cycle 30 kilometers or 30 miles to go fishing. Really? Was I in Canada? Yeah, yeah. I was in BC. Oh, I'm waiting for my son to do that. I used to cycle from Port Wilkelton sure. to Mission to fish off the old uh, railway bridge. Yeah, were you lucky? Lots of sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes. I know, I you can't always be lucky never fishing. catch anything. I know. It was just the fact of getting out. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, so thinking on the bike, like when you're not... Uh, you almost kind of daydream. You kind of, your mind wanders, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, when you drive a car and all of a sudden you come around, you say, how did I get here? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had I those. Remember, I don't remember <laughs> passing two, the last two blocks or the last mile, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what riding is like sometimes. I could see that. Yeah. I, you know what, I get into like a zone and I feel so free. Yes. I feel like. Have you ever ridden a horse? Yes. Yes. It's that, it's that feeling of galloping and just, like, I just, it's almost like your heart's going to pump, like, jump out of your, your chest because you just have this just immense feeling of, I don't know, it, it's sure. like freedom, yeah. you know, and it's, you just, like, everything's beautiful for that moment and, um, you know, things are great and, I don't know, do you, do you get those kind of... Yeah, I don't know. It's a euphoric feeling, really, when you're like by freedom. yourself. And yeah, and uh, riding you know, and the wind and yeah, and sometimes you just you know you you throw on you throw on a smile and you go, God, it feels so great. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, yeah, it's like freedom in a, in a big way. Yeah, absolutely. I totally, absolutely. I totally feel like it's a totally different feel. Mm -hmm. I can understand where more cyclists come by now. Yeah, and they're on their and they're on their on their parties or whatever, 
just doing the cruise and just yeah it's in you know, it's in the zone feeling, yeah in the zone in the zone yeah. and it's you know sometimes it it doesn't happen very often but when it does it's like and you just feel so amazing like imagine feeling like that and you're just you know the winds in your hair and the sun is shining and you know you're just like by yourself and uh, anyways I'm sure you're going to have way more feelings like that on your, in between the hills. Oh, yeah, between the hills, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's uh, heading into Ontario. <laughs> I know. Because it's like hills, and then you got sort of flat prairies, and then, then you hit the hills at home. So tell yeah. us, so tell just a little bit back about, um, you know, everything you're doing with a heart and stroke on in both countries. How is this... Um, like moving forward, what's going to happen afterwards? Um, I, afterwards, I, yeah, I was. I would like to be able to pull the different ideas from different organize from the two different organizations to um, share mm-hmm. what they're doing. Um, because I mean, even though they're they have common ground and they do similar things. They have, um, they are, they're both individuals. Yeah. And, you know, one does something that the other one doesn't do, but it's a, it's a, it works really well. Yeah. So the other one might be able to adapt mm-hmm. that to help them. And, um, and I'm hoping um, that that's what I can do, is to bring the two together, exchange ideas, um, and, uh, and build it up. So how, like, how different are they? Like, well, for example, the Chestnut yeah. Stroke Scotland, mm-hmm. they they have um, thrift shops. Okay. And these thrift shops are in all various types of towns uh, all across Scotland. And they not only, um, you know, uh, support the community, um, but it provides funding for their research and for their oh, development. Okay. It's another way of raising funds. I think that's a good And um, I would love to be able to see the Heart Stroke Foundation of Canada adapt that some way to help them mm-hmm. in order to raise funds on a, on a continuous level. Um, and I think it's a great idea and it works really well over there. Yeah, and, you know what? And it's I know. well used within the community. Yeah. I know, um, like, just for instance, um, in Armprior, which isn't far from here, and you might even bike through it. Are you going on the 7th? I'm going on the 7th part. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Through it. Yeah. so. But they have, like, a little consignment shop, and it's uh, to raise funds for the church. Yeah. And it's, like, one of their main incomes yeah it's yeah. so seriously like they uh, everybody donates there and um and it's really i mean i like thrift shopping so i've i've been around and uh so it, the you know the price is reasonable right for a small town and um you get nice stuff in there and it goes to a great cause and it they have their own building yes and um, it's all volunteer run by, yeah. by by the ladies in town. And, and uh, it's, I don't know, it's been going on for decades. And, uh, yeah, it's that kind of idea. And it not only, it, it's, it supports the community. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's one of the main hubs, right? Yeah. Like, you know, uh, it's Absolutely. got its uh, specific hours that run. Yeah. And, um, and uh, from what I understand, it's... And also there's... Um, there's other little community centers that are actually around where I live that do the same thing, that do raise money for their area. Sure. And, um, you know, then they they do lots of little yeah. festivals and things like that. For the so community. that's one idea. Yeah. I mean, that's a great idea because uh, I think recycling is uh, just, you know, what uh, is needed to be done around. So, uh, you know, so our there's a lot of great stuff that people throw away. And uh, so is that something that uh, Ottawa is looking or Canadian? I would love to be able to get them to have a look at how, how the chest heart stroke Scotland 
operates it, how mm -hmm. it works for them, yeah. and how they might be able to implement it here. Yeah. And we get, and that kind of work for them. Also, in the active support, in active living, in healthy living, yeah. with the uh, the Heart Show Foundation of Canada, how they do that, that might be able to be implemented into Scotland. So it's changing ideas and methods of how these organizations yeah. work that one doesn't do that the other one might be able to mm -hmm. adapt. Um, and that's how I would like to be able to get them together yeah. and exchange ideas, exchange research and, um, you know, and community support what one does and what the other one doesn't do or what one does and the other one does whatever. Now, is that going to help getting like um, educating more people? Yes, in, in like the signs and symptoms of yeah. strokes, because yeah. it, it 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 does because you're you're communicating it all the time. Yeah, you're broadening the awareness of, of mm -hmm. the Heart Stroke Foundation through the strip shops. Yeah. but not only that, um, you are you know research the the awareness of of, of Awareness of stroke, face, arm, speech, time. Okay. That only came about from research. Yeah. And it's through the research and the new developments of recovery that that's come about from. Yeah. That would never have happened if it didn't. Yes. If it wasn't. So that's the whole point of it. Yeah. New methods will happen. New play, new things will come in, mm -hmm. and it exchanging those ideas. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's. I think, yeah, I think that's big because, like, I had a neighbor who went through a stroke. Luckily for him, he was coming to the, he was going to the hospital for an appointment, and he had it there. Otherwise, he probably would have never made it. And but, um, you know, like you were saying about your dad, just straight determination to get out. I think just drove him to getting, uh, getting. Um, healthier, faster, if you could say that. Like, um, but I know you need he, the support on the way. Yes, he had the support on the way, and uh, he still went back for yeah. rehabilitation because you're saying like yeah. the balance was not good. He was, you know, just uh, his speech and, and stuff yeah. like that. But it was through that that he was able to, you know, get his. Um, get back on his feet and back home, really. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, it's, we all need to see it because we have aging parents, um, you know, and then also out and about as well. Yeah. So I think that's a great initiative. Is there anything else that you can tell us, Gord, that um, while we're here that we can, that, you know, that you could promote or, or share? Um, yeah, follow the road I pedal.com. Yes, I'll put all the info in his uh, social media and um, and 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 make a, make a donation to the organization. Um, and uh, and you can follow me and uh, you can see where I am, what I'm doing, um, on a daily basis and um, be part of the journey. Yes, so. What I'll do is uh, I'll put all his um, social media uh, um, links in uh, the information above. And so you can go in, you can follow Gord, you can see where he's going to be in uh, Canada. He's also on Strava. So if you guys are on Strava, you can follow him and support him and give him some really good kudos there and, uh, you know, um, supportive comments. And um, what else you have? Where are you? You're on, hold on here. He's on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and what's that? Is that, is that LinkedIn? Uh, what's that? that? That's Instagram. Oh, that's Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Of course. So. He's on Instagram. So, um, and then... Facebook uh, is the main one. Okay, Facebook is where you make the donations? No, where the, the, the website you make the donation. Okay. Facebook is where it's posted every day where I do the live video. Oh, okay. He's going to have some live videos. 
excellent. We all like live videos. <laughs> and we want to make sure he's smiling the whole way. Oh, and yes. okay, I have to ask you, was there any time where you like, oh my God, what the hell am I doing? Have you had that yes, feeling yet? I, yes, I have. Okay. I you are a, human. Yeah, I ended up... Um, <laughs> His legs aren't painful, but no, no it's like, oh. come on. <laughs> uh, where was it? Do you remember the moment? Yeah, I do remember the moment. We moments. all remember those um, moments. It was when uh, I blew my tire. Oh. Um, <laughs> was it and, raining? <laughs> no, it wasn't raining. I was uh, about two kilometers away from uh, on the Trans Canada, on the, about from uh, two kilometers from Saint Leonard, and uh, my tire didn't really blow. It just big slit in it, <gasps> so I couldn't Ooh. patch it. So I did patch it, but I put patches on the inside of the yeah, tire, yeah, yeah. patches on the inner tube, yeah, yeah. pumped it up to get me two kilometers, and I managed to get to Tim Hortons, and then it went, oh. and I had, and I was 118 kilometers from the nearest place that could get me my Schwabi uh, Marathon Plus Tiger tire, my tire. Oh, you didn't have a care, you have an extra with you? I do now, but I didn't at the time. <laughs> I had so a did spare you... trailer tire, but not a bike tire. What? You I have know. to have a bike tire if you got everything else. So what What happened? How did you slice your tire? Did uh, you see I, it? Sharp metal. It was a sharp metal on this on the Trans-Canada. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And then I, it, that, uh, that, I thought, oh, what am I going to do now? Um, and, uh, but we got it, I got it resolved and it worked out fine. Um. I ended up losing um, almost um, half a day there, and uh, yeah, and uh, matter of fact, half a day that day, and then half a day the other day. Because you had to wait for day. your tire. Yeah, so I ended up uh, going into getting a lift uh, from a distant relative uh, into the Pierre de Loup to get yeah. my tire, and then I had to cycle back backtrack to make up for the 118 kilometers lost really yep why'd you do that so that i so like <laughs> so that i can say that i can cycle well the, i suppose yeah cycle Canada because if i don't do that then i can't say yeah, cycle it. you so cannot I live with yourself so you exactly. had, did you do it with your trailer i did it with my trailer oh my god so i backtracked and then cycled back again and i cycled uh right around the clock to um where did I end up in um, ba, 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 La Vie? La Vie. No, La Vie. La Vie. Ah, so I cycled right through the night. Oh, boy. Yes. And then you slept all day? Uh, no. I then uh, got myself to St. Moy and uh, crashed out there. Yeah. Um, I bet. And, uh, and then I cycled from there to the River de Troyes. Okay. Yeah. the other way around. <laughs> and then, that um, yeah, and that was a really nice cycle. But I had three thunderstorms between St. Patrick. Oh, jeez! Oh, yeah. And um, and uh, uh, and so I ended up sheltering three different occasions because of the thunderstorms. Yeah, they're they have not been nice. Uh, uh, one right after the other, constantly. I've had six of them since I've been here. Well, you better get out early tomorrow because another one's and supposed, supposed to roll. Supposed to be through. a roll in. Yeah, so I'm yeah, out and uh, with all this humidity, yeah. it's probably not going to be a nice one. No, no, no. So uh, where's I your? I got caught in the other. I got, I got stuck in the one that just, that came... just came through yesterday. Oh, I really? ended up sheltering in Rockland service station. Oh, geez. With a couple of bikers. <laughs> <laughs> a motorcycle? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, it was quite funny. Stop and wait for the yeah, oil to Yeah, wait for the leave. wind to, to die down. It was, everything was being blown everywhere. Oh, I know. It was like, I heard it was 100 so, kilometers. Yeah, it was, uh, Plus, I was pushed uh, off the road once, and then I just, that's enough. I got to get to the shelter and get off, so. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's pretty, pretty hairy. Yeah, I can imagine. Especially when you're pulling like a trailer. And the funny trailer. thing is that it was only half an hour and it passed away. Oh, and no. Then, yeah. And then it was dead calm. There wasn't even a, a breeze. Then you're like biking like 40 kilometers an hour. I went straight in. <laughs> an hour and a half and I was in here. 
Wow, from Rockland? That's pretty impressive. I was pushing have from 20, I was pushing 26 clicks. Yeah, I bet I you were. 20, 26 clicks an hour. Mm-hmm. And I was 40 away from here. And yeah. so I was really pushing. Yeah, you're like, I've got to get to Ottawa. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Wow. So, so this is a pretty amazing thing. You're heading across and, um, you know, do you have any words for people who, cause a lot of people do these types of, you know, rides for different causes. Um, do you have any words of wisdom for anybody who would, you know, decide to Cross Canada? Cross Canada. Well, I mean, a lot of people like say cross Canada, cross the United States, or you know, just any kind of cause when you're you're getting out and you're going to do something physical like this. I think you've got to you've got to be realistic and you've got to prepare yourself. Yeah. For the unexpected. Yes, like not you having know. a tire. Or well, yeah, a tire. and having a contingency plan. Yeah. You know. Um, because not everything goes to plan, so mm-hmm. you got to be able to have an inbuilt um, a mechanism so that if you do lose time, you know you, you can make it up yeah. somehow. If you're under a time scale, if you're not, you got six months to cross Canada. It doesn't matter. Yes, you know? that would be better. It's like, oh well, spend like maybe a week here. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. It's like exactly. trying to get back yeah. on your bike. Yeah. But because I'm under a time schedule, yes. um, I have certain days that I have off. Yeah. So Quebec City, York, Quebec City mm-hmm. was one day off. Yeah. I couldn't have it oh, because I lost my time. I had to make up time, so I used that day off to cycle. Oh, okay. So um, and that's that's the safety net. Okay. Here's an. Of course, this is we're all going to go back because I keep thinking about things to ask. Um, nutrition. I know you're speaking about like, what do you eat consistently on the bike? Okay, give me a rundown of the day and what you eat. Okay, so in the morning, um, I like um, I like uh, yogurt, granola, and bananas, um, and I'll have porridge as okay. well. Porridge, yep. yes. Cook up some porridge. Yep. Porridge. And then I'll. I'll have a second breakfast, and I will have uh, fruit, and I might have uh, an, an egg and bacon or scrambled egg. Is that a stop along the way? That's a stop along the way usually. So, for example, if I'm into... Yeah, find the diners. Find a diner, and I'll have a, a, <laughs> an egg muffin, or I'll have a, uh, something that contains an egg for protein. Yes, yes, protein um, very as important. A, as, a, as a quick second filler. Um, and then in lunchtime, I will have a sandwich and pa- sandwich or pasta salad, and I'll have that with pesto, almonds. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, that's a Yeah, and I'll do. I'll have that um, in my handlebar bag. I have uh, almonds, and I've got uh, cranberries, and I've got uh, dried bananas, and I'll use that for munching on constantly during the day. Peanut butter. So um, I have peanut butter in cakes like biscuits. Yeah. So I, I I used that when I was crossing the UK. I haven't used it yet here. Really? Yeah. Because um, what you have here is the real wonderful fruit stand. So I'll stop off and buy you know some fresh strawberries, fresh blueberries, oh, yes, plums, yeah. apples, and I'll eat those yeah. right away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right away, and then I'm cooking dinner. So right. it's pasta, pasta, chicken, pesto, yeah. um, and almonds and uh, cauliflower. Not sorry, broccoli, fresh broccoli. And yeah. yeah. so you pasta. find all so that I, keeps your energy really high. So how many calories would you say you're taking in a day? Because that I'm, I mean you're putting out a lot if you're. I'm burning cycling. 500 calories an hour. 500. Okay. And I gotta take in at least five thousand calories a day. Yes. Do that five thousand calories. Try and think about what I'd eat. I'd make That's some about wraps. Ten Big Macs. Ah, okay, you don't want your system <laughs> taking ten Big Macs because boy, 
you need to cleanse a whole lot oh, after that yeah. and like detox yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Clogged heart before you yeah. even finish. Yeah. But I don't eat a lot of bread. Oh, bread is just like, a bread is just a filler. And yeah. I try to get as much uh, uh, protein and calories in yeah. through just um, natural foods as much as possible. Yeah, those, those uh, natural sugars are good. Yeah. What about yeah. bagels? Uh, bagels, I don't mind a bagel. I'll have that in my breakfast time or whatever. Roll through but Tim's, I, that's get the a only bagel. Time I'll have bread. Is, yeah. Uh, even if I. Um, I, I've, I've gone into Subway mm-hmm. and I've had my salad, my chicken ranch salad. Not a chicken sandwich. Yeah. Just chicken. everything that's in that salad goes into a salad without the bread. Oh, yeah. So I skipped the bread. I, yeah, that um, bread's I nasty, I think. Well, anyways. Yeah. Well, okay. This brings it to the end. Um, I have to thank Ward so much. This is such a pleasure and a great honor, and I just feel really grateful to have met this gentleman. Um, we might actually be connecting in Calgary because I'll be there potentially at the same time he'll be rolling through. You're probably there for a day or two. I'm there for a few days in Calgary. Oh, a few days. A couple so of days, yeah. We just have to connect. So you might see him again. If it works out. So, um... If the bears don't get me. If the bears don't get me. <laughs> don't worry. He'll be biking fast enough to... They'll never catch him. <laughs> I think you have to worry about hitting, like, maybe a, a deer or something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to say goodbye. And thank you so much, everybody, for watching this, uh, this series, uh, Secrets from the Saddle. And we'll be having more fun with other great uh, interviewees. But it was a great last-minute um, interview with Ford here that came about today. And it's great to share stuff like this that's happening around and uh, supporting cyclists who are doing um, and um, going out and doing events like this to raise money for great causes. I love that it's a hard stroke foundation um, because, you know, that's in yeah. need right now, right? So, thank you guys. And like I said, I'll be putting all of, I don't know if you can see this. Oh, it's all backwards. But, anyways, I'll be putting everything up and uh, we'll all be watching Gord along. So, make sure to give him some good comments. And, um, and, and reach out and uh, say hi. So thanks a lot, guys. See ya. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast. Learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.